Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Bald Movies. We're the officially unofficial podcast for movies. Uh, I don't ever do this. Sorry. All the movies. Uh, I, I've, I've, I forgot how to introduce in these podcasts. Jim and I went to see a movie tonight. Yeah. It's called uh, Dark Phonics. Mm-hmm. It's loosely based on the... I learned to read the, by watching this movie. Uh, ...on the classic X-Men uh, storyline Dark Phoenix, and uh, except for it's kind of like fucked up. Immediately recognizable, but uh, not quite executed to the precision. It's Dark Phonics, not Dark Phoenix. Uh, Jim, what did you think of this movie? Uh, I I can't remember seeing a more soulless, humorless, pointless movie. <laughs> like, there's nothing good about this movie. It's it's so one note. It's it's a million pounds of vanilla ice cream no, no, wrapped I under several a, good a blanket of special effects. Yeah. I'm, I had zero interest in this film coming out of it. Yeah, it's it's a bummer because uh, this film is is getting like twenty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's yeah, not. It's that not, sounds about right. No one no one should be overjoyed at seeing this movie. But it's it's not like a terrible film. It's just as you said, a kind of a pointless film. There are yeah. moments that because I have a okay X Men are my are my all time favorite superhero franchise. I own. Something like 13 contiguous years of every X-Men, Uncanny mm. X-Men, X-Force, X-Factor. Um, I fucking love the X-Men. And I so there's a lot for me to like as far as like individual character moments. And they've got it's kind of like that Pierce Bronson, James Bond. You've got a all-time great James Bond give, getting like mediocre kind of work to do in general. And mm-hmm. that's what like... This script, I don't know. Like the guy, the guy that wrote this movie is this first time he's directed. He wrote this script. He directed his own script. He's written The Martian. Uh, he's written some of the other X Men scripts that I've enjoyed. I don't know <laughs> what exactly was the deal here, but this, first of all, this movie felt very cheap. This mil- this movie was sh- it just the the the, the feel <laughs> of it when you compare it to other like state of the art special effects endeavors. When you honestly, when you even compare it to Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. uh, the special effects work, uh, the compositing, the makeup, the costuming, it all looks really kind of cheap. And I felt like their actors were not really given the best direction. So some of the really good actors, like the Fassbenders, the McElvoys, were really doing A-plus work with the C-minus material they're given. But some people, like the Sophie Turners, the who the hell is Cyclops, Ready Player One guy? Uh, I don't know his name. Nose and Lips Man. He Mm -hmm. is just... (laughs) I mean, he didn't have a chance. There's been never a good Cyclops because he can't see the fucker's eyes. And this guy just has one dumb fucking Bert from Sesame Street look on his face throughout the whole movie. <laughs> it's yeah, and and and, and the, the biggest sin is it's it's so funny because Sophie Turner's in both, but the the big bad villains in this movie have no motivation, have no depth, have no. Characters. They want the planet, man. They're like they're like an evil MacGuffin. Yeah. Um. And they're like the White Walkers. The, the, the from story Game of has no heart either. It's it's like Guess, yeah. I've seen this story fifteen hundred times. Yeah. I've I've seen like every other superhero movie has at least like okay maybe it has this thing of like oh we all band together and mm. and we we love our family and this yeah. is our family now that yeah. that message is embedded into a lot of superhero movies but they always come at it with a a a, a varying landscape of tone mm-hmm. and this movie has none of that. This yeah. movie is one. Like Hans Zimmer does maybe some of the most boring work he of his really entire life. Fo- he really fucking phoned in this 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's some intern at his fucking studio or something. No, but like, I, when I noticed the music, he, like how just kind of like you're, you're like, oh, it's like uh, the guy. I'm, I, he's composing his uh, fucking shopping list at the same time. Yeah, because I don't really yeah. notice music unless it's really, really good or really, really bad. And this was just, but, Muzak, it, but it's like a, a car Muzak. traveling on a 55 mile an hour freeway at 45 miles an hour, and yeah. and not ever hitting the accelerator, not ever yeah. hitting the brake. It's it's fight scene after fight scene after fight mm-hmm. scene. No heart, nothing of substance. It's just a bland piece of shit. Yeah, <sighs> and, and and they they I, I can just see it behind like the writing and the direction here. Going, the effects will make this work. The effects will make this work. They did not. The effects. The effects looked cheap. Yeah, I I didn't care much for the effects. They uh, needed to be a lot better to save this film. Yeah, um, and I, I did hear that. All, all, a lot of the climax was shot at the very last, reshot at the last minute because it was so similar to Captain Marvel. And you can kind of see <laughs> okay. how they they tease this giant alien starship. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, I feel like I'm bordering, I'm bordering on a spoiler. It's it, the thing is, it's nothing like that because they reshot the whole thing. Yeah, but like, I wonder, but honest, because like when I was halfway through this film, I'm like. I'm on, I'm on, I'm honestly kind of shocked. Or I was like in, in the first act, I'm like I'm kind of shocked how much many people hate this film because so far what I've seen, it's very comic booky. Like it's one of the like the early yeah. goings is one of the more comic booky. It's very this whole X Men franchise feels very dated. It feels mm-hmm. like it's still stuck in the Brian Singer. Oh, first X Men is the first fucking good comic book movie that's ever been made, and it's absolutely. At, but like everything's moved on since then, and this just doesn't cut it. Like you can't have villains this thin. You can't have Mm-mm. characters, ch- you know, change their like motivations and the the direction their stories are going on a fucking dime, like multiple times in their movie. You just yeah. you just can't you you can't have also you can't have characters act in utterly irredeemable ways and just have people be like oh well that's not I mean I, I mean that's a very comic booky thing too to have a person be responsible for many many murders and well it wasn't mm-hmm. really them because they were possessed by the fucking murder force and what do you do what do you do yeah. it's like I don't know is maybe spend a minute or two because this thing needed like. This needed a season of television to like make Jean relatable as a hero and to sell the relationship between her and Scott mm-hmm. and like sell the, the mentor relationship between her and Xavier that they they told us about this this movie and like build up that stakes introduce the villainous force like you got to give us reasons to care and they're just not like we kind of know because these characters we've lived with them for like twenty right. years but I think it's they lean very too much paint on by numbers. It is. I think they lean too much on the the history that we have with X Men mm-hmm. over the course of what six movies or, or however many there are now, right. uh, and and they say, well, that will carry us through. We'll feel the emotions here mm-hmm. because we know so much about these characters. But uh, honestly, like, look, I'm I'm not steeped in the X Men lore, uh, so maybe it works better for someone like you mm-hmm. who who understands these story arcs better. But honestly, it was doing nothing for me. Hmm. Uh, I just like the individuals, like like Magneto being powerful and cool. Uh, I can watch Michael Fassbender be Magneto powerful and cool all day long. Mm-hmm. I really fuck. I mean, I love Patrick Stewart. He's my my granddaddy. 
uh, he kind of raised me on his knee uh, from a young pup. And I thought I would never, I thought I was so lucky to see like him be Professor Xavier because how could anyone be better? I'll be damned. McAvoy is a really, really good Charles Xavier. Yeah, he's a really good everything. But, yeah, no, I mean, but, but also, I mean, yeah, yeah, very good Charles. Xavier. Yeah, like I, I feel like in some scenes he's channeling Patrick Stewart. Like he's oh, yeah. going for that performance, the accent, the everything, and even like the, some of the stuff, like the, the how the the old friend shit has become a meme, even to the movie where it's you know I, yeah. I, I like Magneto to shutting that down. Like no, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, get your fucking check, and they. <laughs> It's so weird because they've got this kind of really interesting timey-wimey, like, parallel universes. This happened in its canon, but now this is happening in its canon, and they... There is a lot they can. Like, you know, they don't have to do a lot to sell me on a Gene Grey, Scott Summers romance, because that's kind of been baked in since since day one. Um, But they needed to do more than they did in this movie, and this felt like... um, Isn't isn't this, like, Sony's last hurrah doing the X-Men... Oh, I don't know. Are they, I, is Marvel getting it back I, after I this? I think so. I think they're, they're, the mouse's tendrils have now encompassed the entire Marvel universe. Yeah, they need to. Uh, and I, I feel like some of these, I don't know, I've, I've heard kind of rumors that Venom is somewhat good, but a lot of this stuff felt like just cynical, like let's shit this out as, as, as fast as we can to make one last, you know, 100% our studio profits and... But I don't know. Yeah, I saw Venom. It was it was pretty good. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too bad because the Dark Phoenix saga is kind of like one of the the hallmarks of the X Men, and they have failed to do it justice twice. This is a much better film than X Men Three, but yeah. X Men Three is offensively bad. <laughs> like it's it's ugly. Um, there's a lot of like really ugly work here. Like, did you notice that ninety percent of this film feels like it was filmed with a handy cam? Like, it's just got that very shaky, almost documentary-style yeah. feel. And I'm like, what the... Yeah, I, I, I never quite understand what they're doing with that in conversational scenes. Yeah, uh, it, I, it adds a kinetic, like, 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 like settle down, yeah. settle down. Ma'am, like, you're a 911 operator. Ma'am, calm down, calm down. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, even if you... <laughs> if you're spinning the camera and yeah. and shaking it and moving it around and getting these crazy angles during the slow moments, the conversations, those kind of things. What do you do to differentiate the fight scenes it's other kinda, than splash it with some effects? And that just doesn't hold up. It's a little Michael Bay because he suffers from the same problem. Like everything is shot with a 10 out of 11 intensity. So what the fuck? Yeah. Where do you go from there? What is going to stick out in, in, in your mind is like, oh, this is important. That's important. Like You just want to shake him and be like, you know, lady, calm down. Uh yeah, you first of all, you just burnt your mouth on pizza. This isn't even an emergency. And second of all, <laughs> calm down. I need to understand. I, I, <sighs> anything else we want to say non-spoiler? Should we get into the trailer talk and then? Yeah, let's do it because I frankly have about 30 more seconds of things to say about yeah, this movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't have a lot. I no. don't have a lot. Um, okay, I finally saw the new Hobbs and Shaw trailer. You hadn't seen How had you missed Hobbs and Shaw? I don't know. The Two Doors trailer? Yes. Holy shit. I've seen that trailer like 19 times. The the one that reveals that Idris Elba is like Uh a super soldier bad guy. Black Superman. Oh my God. This movie... This movie looks amazing. Yeah, of course. It's going to be awesome. I can't. But like it looks even more amazing than I thought it was from the first Mm, trailer. So um, I can't wait. Uh, another film that I just became aware of this week, I saw the poster for it, and I thought, that looks like a cool concept for a film. It's Ford versus Ferrari. It stars yeah. uh, 
Uh, Christian Bale. It stars Matthew Goodman. Damon. Yeah. Damon. Thank you. <laughs> Matthew, Goodman. Ma- Matthew Goodman. David Damon. Uh, and it's about uh, Henry Ford getting a wild idea that he wanted to take on Ferrari for uh, what is the uh, the twenty four hour gr- uh, race grueling race? Yeah, it's Le Mans. Le Mans. Um, and it's a you know supposed to be a true story about one of the sexiest, the most awesome supercars ever conceived. Yeah, I'm. I was not excited when I heard about this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. I think the trailer looks pretty good. Yeah. Though. I mean, this is just like I'm not going to pretend that this isn't just pandering to every fucking thing that I want to be pandered to. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, this is just okay. tough guys, tough things, and not taking no for an answer. And yeah, we're gonna be, yeah. we're gonna be lighter. We're gonna be faster. And when that doesn't work, we're gonna be meaner. And then we're gonna smash <laughs> cut the uh, fucking Christian Bale cutting some dude off and wrecking him. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 fucking ridiculous. But I am in the mood for some well shot ridiculousness. Um, Gemini Man. This what? is okay. So this is Will Smith. As a like retired super soldier, and he's like old ass fifty year old Will Smith, and then in the middle of the trailer, digitally altered twenty four year old Fresh Prince era Will Smith comes to try to kill him. What? And it turns out he's some kind of top secret government clone. And he was cloned from this dude who's like a special super soldier, and Mm. he's there to close the loop, essentially. Okay. Uh all and right. that's that's the pitch. It's it's old Will Smith with digitally uh digitally younger Carrie Fisher makeup uh-huh. Will Smith and they're fighting. And then maybe they join forces against I'm in. the man. I am in hundred percent. I mean it's kinda like it's it reminds me of goofy shit like the sixth day, you know, the old Arnold Schwarzenegger uh-huh. kind of like Yeah. Uh, don't pay too much attention to the science kids. Uh it's gonna get kooky, but whatever. It's gonna be flashy and cool. I, mm-hmm. I could get down with that. Uh, have you seen the ch- uh, trailer for It Chapter 2 yet? Oh, yeah. I've seen it several times. With the old naked woman. Uh-huh. Uh, it's more every, funny than it is scary. Every single theater I've watched that with, that has gotten uproarious laughter. <laughs> yeah. Uproarious. Up, 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 uproarious. <laughs> Rorschachian <laughs> laughter it's gotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, ah, The rest of the trailer is pretty good, but that didn't read as creepy, man. No, I'm sure in the movie it it will be better. Maybe yeah. I... I don't know. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the latest Spider-Man trailer, Far From Home? The one that I feel yes, like... Yes, I saw that today. It comes dangerously close to giving away the store. Uh, he goes to, what, London? Yeah. On summer vacation. But you got and... the Mysterio guy, and he's... Uh, oh, I don't know. He's not from our planet? Yeah, probably. Okay. I, so I, got, just kinda, I got... Uh, your eyes glaze over? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't identify villains. I'm Okay. So I just got the he's got summer vacation interrupted kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I don't know. I felt like this trailer gave away a lot. I also uh, Samuel L. Jackson Mm -hmm. as the character Nick Fury gave a bitch please. Oh yeah. Uh, I I I get it. Samuel L. Jackson. It's a lot of fun to have him say shit like that. But uh, uh, it's a little too a little too pandering to the. Does Sam ask for that? Sometimes people. Sometimes you got to say no. You can't have a purple lightsaber. It's ridiculous. <laughs> right. No, Nick Fury would not say "bitch, please" to this teenager. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, um, I saw another. I saw. I saw for the millionth time Star Wars: Rise of the Skywalker. Yep, me too. It's it's been a couple. It's been a long time since I've seen it. 
uh, I, I I got chills. Yeah, is it the breathing or the laughing? Uh, is before the laugh because the laughing I I can't take after the laughing the seriously the after laughing. Red Letter Media's No One Ever Really Dies. Have you seen that video? I no, but I think I've heard it referenced. Yeah, it's like he he essentially it's a supercut of everyone dying in a, every Star Wars movie ever, and he's like, ah. Ah, oh, oh, but after oh, no, every reaction, he goes, but no one ever really dies or like, cheer up. It's OK. No one ever. Anyway, uh, hmm. so I got to there and I didn't. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, this movie's probably going to suck. But until we got to there, I got chills. Hmm. This trailer's never elicited those elicited those kind of chills. Am I am I ready to love Star Wars again, Jim? Yeah, I don't know. Wait until the movie comes out and you've seen it. To are, say. You, are you ready to love Star Wars, Jim? I'm ready to go see a Star Wars movie. Okay. That's all I can say. Finally, we both saw this. Uh, I in a theater, you, uh, me forcing you to watch it here in the office. Uh, the trailer for Ad Astra, mm. Latin yep. for To the Stars. This stars Brad Pitt and uh, stock photos of Tommy Lee Jones uh-huh. and Liv Tyler. Yep. And it's a story. They're all back. All the people who have done space movies plus Brad Pitt. Yeah. Are all back together. Yeah. You got the Space Cowboy. You, you got do. the Armageddon. Yeah. Uh, I think that's every space movie ever. Are the made. Animal Crackers going to make an appearance? <laughs> On Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> <laughs> On his shirtless ass. Okay. So, so, so this story is about Tommy Lee Jones uh, is Brad oh, Pitt's dad. I got shivers. Not the good kind. <laughs> you got chills. Yeah. Uh, if, if I'm to buy that Brad Pitt is the son of Tommy Lee Jones, then that potential mother has got to be the smoothest human being that's ever lived. <laughs> to balance. That's to right. To balance to the force. Like, like she, her face looks like a cue ball. Yes. Just like yeah. smooth and featureless. There's just, it's, it's, it's within 11 microns of being a perfect sphere. <laughs> it's the only way. It's the You're only right. way you balance that shit out. You're absolutely right. Uh, this film, I mean, I'm, again, this is, this is Aaron bait. It looks amazing. It's got great talent. It, um, mm-hmm. It's got. It, there's a lot of shots, like you know that 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 red hallway that's like slowly shutting down. That kind of gives me those like Stanley Kubrick type of vibes. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, it's got some like it looks like they're constructing a space elevator. Like some attempts at hard sci-fi. It does seem like there's some fantastic silly stuff, but I yeah, I've shit, man. We need more science fiction. At the end, it's just Brad Pitt and Tommy Lee Jones on a beach. It's I, I and eight hours of static. I did get a little contact vibes too, which you know yeah, what I, I like, like contact a lot more than I used to. I mean, he falls out of a spaceship mm-hmm. and goes back elevator. to Earth. A space elevator and right? lives. Yeah. So I'm assuming there's either some alien intervention or he's parachute. dead the whole time. It's just a parachute. A parachute. Why yeah. would you wear a parachute in a spacesuit? Because you're building a space elevator. And if you fall off, you gotta <sighs> okay. you gotta parachute down. Maybe. Are you familiar with the concept of a space elevator? Uh, yes. It's yes, a cool, I am. It's a cool concept. I'm also familiar with the concept of the Red Bull stratosphere jumps. <laughs> so I know sp- parachutes do work Yeah. when you're falling from space. Yeah. You but, just have to kind of chill until the air picks and gets thicker. Yeah. Then a snicker. Can you survive the cold? That's uh, the question. If you have a space suit, I think you can. Yeah. I think you can. If you're, Brad, if you're hot as Brad Pitt. It's true. You got a lot of, you got a lot of temperature delta to give away. <laughs> uh that's it that's all the trailers we got we're excited honestly about most of those things mm-hmm. um except for yeah no all of those things except for maybe gemini man gemini uh, man i don't know i'm i'm in there's uh, a rotten whiff coming off of gemini man 
Maybe. Not sure what it is. Maybe it's the siege, the uncanny valley of young ass Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we're going to talk some lights. We're going to talk some spoilers uh, on X Men now, and only club members get to hear it. So if you're not a club member, get out. But hey, you can also come in. It's easy. Go to club.baldmove.com. You can sign up. You can get a free membership. You can get it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You get a free 30 day trial. Yeah, you're not giving I'm away. Not giving free away I'm not giving away. I'm not giving. I'm a Spider Man trailer. I'm not giving away the store. <laughs> <laughs> Go to club.baldmove.com, give it a peek, check out the offers, uh, sign up. Uh, we'll see you. We'll see you later.